I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today's episode, we're going to go over a bunch of different stuff. Uh, We're going to talk about the Masters. I know Tyler is fired up for golf season. We're going to talk about the gem rate numbers posted yesterday about some of the card companies and how many cards they've graded in the last month. We will talk about the U.S. World Cup draw. We've got plenty of Facebook questions as usual, and then we'll get into play of the week. But first, we're going to start with what's on your mind. Tyler and Lou are both not paying attention, but... Tyler was the first person to look at the camera, so we'll let Tyler go first. It's not true. I was just making notes about what was on my mind. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Last night's guys. game, opposite. Don't see my notes? No. That's uh, directly in your face, right? In your face, right? You should yeah, apologize right now. I feel bad for that dude, Love. This is a, it's a tough day for him right now. Lou, what would you say his name was? Um, no, that's not nice to say. He just lost a national championship. We're not doing that. I, I called him Cam by accident. And then we said maybe his name should be Can instead. Like Trash Can. But yeah. nah, he was the boy. He squeezed the ball a little bit tight last night. And they had the lead down the stretch. They were up one, I think, with like a minute and 37 seconds to go. And then that big boy made a big bucket. He was big. McCormick is like another level of human on the court. So that yeah, game, really uh, I mean, it's Champions League today, tomorrow, Masters starts Thursday, Aussie GP this weekend. It's a Tyler week. Yeah, big I mean, I'm just like in my bag. Life's good. Yeah, that's what's on my mind. I was doing a lot of Joao Felix searching on eBay, a lot of overpriced guards on there, um, but may pick up a Felix Kaboom, if I'm being frank. Wow. Big day in NFT land today. It's a lot of V-Friend stuff. Maybe some sneaky inner sports stuff happening. Devin Booker just continues to go crazy. I'm so sad I don't have a Devin Booker purple prism. So I got. They're like blowing everyone out of the water on the West, right? They're just by far the best team. The Grizzlies are pretty good. They're really good without job. I've watched a couple Grizzlies games. They're good. They're are really, th- really, really good. Isn't their record like doing better without job? They're like yes. the last time I saw it was fifteen and two without Jaw. I mean, like the Suns are sixty two and sixteen. That's like borderline, like historically good. Yeah, yeah we've just really been good. so confused by the, what the Warriors have done over yeah. like the last ten years that like the notion yeah. of what is a good season is all messed up. Yeah, yeah. they were pushing. What they got like seventy three wins or something. Yeah, they broke the record. Yeah. Yes, FBJ. Yes, 62 and 16. The Grizzlies are 55 and 23, and they're 9 and 1 in their last 10. Crazy. Playoffs are going to be nice. And I saw something what's crazy is the Warriors are the three seed at the moment, and they have one of the top five worst records since the All Star break. They're 50 and 29. Suns, Suns Jazz is going to be a really good first round matchup if that's how that sticks. I thought it was Clippers that they were shaping up is what Nate was telling me. He said, he, or maybe he just doesn't want the Clippers. I think he doesn't want the Clippers. The, the, it could be the Timberwolves. The Jazz and the Wolves are separated by a game. There's only like four left or whatever. So, You know who's not good? The Lakers. True. They, they stink. stink. 
Magic they, went at him, I think, the other day about how they should have had DeRozan. Side note. Again, I would love somebody that, like, I don't follow the NBA on a close enough daily basis I do. To, to know. But, like, a lot of, like, true. how are the Thunder continuously always, like, how are they always bad? They pick in the top, like, what, 10 in the lottery every single week or every single year. And it's They're like, tanking. but every year, are they ever going to be been good? like two or three years, right? But they've got like 40 draft picks. Didn't they have Paul George literally like two years ago? No, no way. Three years ago? I bet it was five. No shot. 2017? Like I when KD falling with Russ. COVID fucked your whole shit up. That's funny. All right. Hold on. Overview. 2018, Whoa. he was there. Four years ago, he was there. Okay, right. four. You said three. I said five. You it's said not like five. I was like that far off. So it's like Price is Right. Yeah, you were wrong. You're I was. You're out. I get the car, and that's how it goes. <laughs> They're tanking. That's how it goes. The NBA is annoying because it's like there's like five really good. There's like three or four really good teams. And then there's like 12 teams that are horrible. Yeah, it just seems like a lot of the teams that are in the lottery each year are picking in the lottery every year. I just wonder, like, are they going to get better? How about this for chatter? Look up the Mavs record of late. Uh, They're six and four in the last 10 and they're fourth in the West. Luca's really getting hot, huh? What are they like in the last 25 or since the All-Star game? I think they're the best team in the league since the first of the year. Ryan, what are the what's the Mavs record in their last twenty three games? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hold on. No, I'm, point being, I'm pretty sure they're the, one of the best teams in the league since the beginning of the year. Yeah, and since like All Star break, you mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke is out of control. That's another good matchup in the playoffs. There's gonna be a lot of good ma- playoff matchups. Anyway, what's on my mind? Mm. Australian GP. I'm focused. I'm wondering Car if talk maybe talk live, 2 a.m. Are we doing Are we it? thinking about doing that? That's when the break should be. Well, we have to figure that out, too. Let's get around to that. I think that's a great idea, but let's get around to that. Australian GP, I think the race starts at 1, it lights out at 1 a.m. Eastern time. So that'll be, that'll I be something. I love lights out. I love lights out. Yeah, though. lights yeah. out. Just when he's crazy. I like, also like when the announcer says it, he's like, lights out and away we go. Yeah, it's, it's the best. It's, it's fantastic. Awesome. It's the best. It's a great sport. I'm excited about that. I'm thinking about Daniel Ricardo maybe having a nice weekend. We'll see. McLaren's oh, struggling. We'll see. It'll most likely be Charles and Max again. Charles. 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 But I'm excited. So that's where I'm at. Oh, I also watched WrestleMania this weekend. I love wrestling so much. It's too How hard to watch it, it every it was actually enjoyable. I watched Sunday more than Saturday. I enjoyed myself. I'm also a casual fan, so I'm sure there's people who watch wrestling every week who don't, who didn't like the booking, didn't like that Logan Paul was in it, didn't like that Pat McAfee was in it. All the celebrities, they don't like that stuff typically. But they're also like the stars of the show. Like Logan, like when I watch, like feels like he's a pretty good wrestler. He's definitely ta- like he has talent. He's a he's a entertainer. You know what I yeah. mean? But that's how that's how people get. Like when celebrities come into the wrestling, the, the hardcore fans are like not are typically not into it. But it was really good. Return of Cody Rhodes, all that good stuff. WWE Prism. Shout out to my wrestling people. Seems like the same type of trend when people of influence get into sports cards. It's almost like people who like something don't like it when famous people come into their thing. That's weird. Yeah. They like to keep it the they same. They like to keep it the same. Yep. Yep. Change is hard. 
I think it's more they want their cake and eat it too. Yes. Interesting. That's true. Meaning anyone that hates on famous people for coming into the hobby, I'm pretty sure would rather have made the money or had the increase in value that they've had over the last three years while not having those people around. Yeah, not having the extra attention. All right. Uh, what's on my mind? Uh, card shows, for sure. Shipshawani? Yeah, Shipshawana. Uh, in travel season right now, went there. Yeah, so went to Shipshawana. Great show out in uh, you know, the middle of nowhere, Indiana. It's a fantastic show run by good people. It was packed. Went to a mall show last Friday. Supposed to go to Iowa City. It was Our flight was delayed, so we were going to miss our connection. So had to improvise and drove up to Mentor, which is like north of Cleveland. It was like two hours, 45 minutes. Went to a mall show and then drove back Friday night and had a 6 a.m. flight to Chantilly, Virginia, just outside of D.C., uh, packed. Awesome show. CSA show. The same, pe- the same people that run the CSA show in Virginia run the CSA show in Philly. Um, well, like it's CSA, but like they run the Philly show and the Virginia, the Chantilly show. Had some crazy autograph guests like Chase Young, Dak Prescott, Allen Iverson, Terry McLaurin, Zeke, CD Lamb, Jalen Waddle, DK Metcalf. Like it was, it was pretty good. I, I've never seen a show with th- that kind of autograph guest. That's a pretty substantial list, but show is packed. Definitely got into some value boxes. I feel like those are all your people. Hmm? Like I literally feel like that list of auto people is like everyone that like you, Ryan Johnson, specifically love. No, Jalen Waddle, definitely not. He's an Alabama and a Dolphin, not. <laughs> Trying to have a nice moment here, right? Like unbelievable. He, wait, okay, he, run back all the names. Run back some of the names. Yeah, Zeke. Zeke. Yeah, oh yeah. Keep Scary going. Terry. Yeah. Terry keep McCoy, going. Chase Young. Yeah. Dak keep Prescott. going. Okay. Keep going. Dak Prescott. Yeah. Allen Iverson. Never mentioned him once. Okay. You had three dudes. Okay. Fine. Out of like six. Yes. That... Yes. There were three Buckeyes there and my guy, Adrian Peterson. It was awesome. My guy, Adrian Peterson. My guy. <laughs> no, but AP was super cool. That's good. So when I met AP, right? Quick story. Got to shake his hand. And I was, it is an aggressive handshake. It is a look you dead in the eyes and shake your hand as hard as like a firm ass handshake. It is 10 out of 10 handshake. And I posted a picture with AP on Instagram and someone said, did you get the famous AP handshake? So apparently it's like a thing and it's like, it's yeah. I mean like it would have, it was like, yeah, it was, he doesn't play games. I respect that. No, no. As, as an aside, just like the three of us talking, trust tree stuff, handshakes are tough because you never know how hard you want to go, but you don't want to go too soft either because then it's like, why well, won't this person shake my hand? But if you go too hard, you can hurt somebody and you don't want to be the guy who's doing the hard handshake or you just lean into it like AP yeah, clearly has and you're just the super handshake. hard handshake. I feel like AP was brought up in a, like, you look you look a man in his eyes and shake his hand. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Like, that is definitely how you look that man sure. in his eyes <laughs> and you yeah. shake that man's hands. Yes. Yeah, very old school. Respect. Yeah, but show was popping. Show was uh was busy, busy, busy. It was uh it was a fun time. Um hopefully be on the road here the next couple of weeks, but card shows, man. They're alive. They're it's it's crazy to walk in one on Saturday and just see people just all look, like they're packed, packed, packed. It's 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 cool to see. So And a lot of sales are happening. A lot of buying. I mean, we're definitely buying. 
Yeah, we're definitely buying. I don't set up rights, and so and I don't take cards to sell. We go to look to to buy stuff more than we do sell. So I don't have like the full experience there. But a lot of the dealers we talk to. You got a favorite pickup? I bought a Jim Brown PSA five rookie in the mall on Friday. That was pretty cool. And then I bought an Adam Vinatieri one. I actually think I have it. Hold on, I'll show you. I have my pickups here. I was going to record a little YouTube video later. I picked this up. We'll give a we'll give the folks here a little preview. This is a one. This is a one one game used nine five Adam Vinatieri flawless dual patch auto. Fire. So pick that up. So that was really cool. Right, just don't see a lot of him. He was a Patriot. It's in a Colts uniform. I understand that, but. Uh, one of the all-time, all-time greats, kicks some of the, you know, biggest kicks in NFL history. So thought that was cool. I'm more of a Robbie Gould guy, but that's me. Yeah, well, he's he stinks. So interesting take. Um, I feel like we should talk Masters because I know Tyler's excited about it. I'm excited about it. I need some futures for the week so I have something to think about. So, guys, golf is back and golf is big. Golf never went anywhere, but golf is exploding. And Tiger's at Augusta right now. I'm with you. But culturally, golf is hot. Golf is on fire. That's definitely happening. You'll see it this year. Tiger is playing somehow, some way. The guy had half a leg. They were going to cut it off. Now he's playing the Masters like within 13 months. I don't know. It's kind of crazy, but he's there. He's doing the par three tournament or something, isn't he? Like, isn't he's he doing the whole thing. Just... It makes pl- no sense. He's playing in the whole tournament. <laughs> it makes no and sense. He, they were going to cut his leg off like yesterday. I got I, I, It's going to be a fun tournament. I got a couple long shots is what I wrote down. Daniel Berger, Coke and a Burger. My man, Will Zalatoris. Bubba always has a strong showing. I think Jay Spieth may get in the mix. And, yeah, I think Jay Spieth. That's my guy. Like, he's got to, If he wins one of these Masters in the next couple of years, he's got a whole new, like, life coming for him. I'm a huge Spieth Big guy. comeback story for that, man. If he wins, it's comeback story to the moon. The Masters is amazing. But I want to say one thing about both the Masters and March Madness. Because of the whole, like, work from home, not as much, like, office culture vibe anymore, I feel like the old Thursday, Friday, at least of, like, opening March Madness weekend and things like the Masters have lost their allure a little bit of, like, escapism because everyone can just watch everything anytime. Interesting. I thought it was the complete opposite. Really? Talk to me. I was so into Thursday, Friday, March Madness because yeah. I was able to like actually because I was at my desk and like no one was bothering me. I yeah. watch the games. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I get it. Like, the yeah, it's like, oh, like everyone's kind of quasi working today because the games are on. Like, maybe I'll sneak out like team lunch. Right. It's like not really, Thursday, but you're, like, you know, like just like the classic <laughs> plays. And, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, Is that a four hour lunch? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I, there's a little seemingly less of that for me. I want to say something about golf too, that mm-hmm. maybe you'll be able to answer this for me. And I know you don't, you don't agree with me, but I'm going to, I'm going to state a fact for you. The golf cards are just not as hot as they should be. In my opinion, golf cards are not as hot. 
don't have as much action. They're not on as much as juice on them. It's not as much energy against them. I don't see them on social, like all that stuff, right? Golf yeah. as a community is like very out here. Like the golf apparel is blowing up. Like the the yeah. golf, yeah. everything is everywhere all the time. I can't figure out why it hasn't translated into the collectibles yet. Yeah, I think that I think that's right because the the apparel is the part that got me because I was like, oh, there's all these brands popping up that are like streetwear brands basically that are becoming mm-hmm. golf brands, and golfers are like ridiculous collectors like the amount they'll pay for a hat right. with a fucking logo on it for no reason they'll, they'll pay five gazillion dollars for the masters windbreaker people join clubs just to walk around and say they belong yes. to this club they don't even ever play Shout there yeah it's just a matter of time until they realize oh these cards this card situation thing over here yeah i also think it needs i think it needs higher quality cards the one that came out was was not the best i would agree with that i would agree with that I don't know. I just feel like there's so many, there's so many data points of like golf should be hotter. It it's just not happening yet. Yeah, I just don't think anybody moves the needle like Tiger does. That's why just like those guys just aren't Tiger. They just it's Tiger and everybody else. Don't you think people could say that about like F one if they wanted to? They could be like, man, Lewis and Max. No one moves the needle but them, right? Right. Like if people are into these these characters. It doesn't matter, yeah. like that they're not as big as Tiger, and they are. Like people love Jordan Spieth, people love Will Zalatorius or whatever his last name is. Respectfully, let's get into the Facebook questions. Jay said there's a bunch of them. Uh, if you guys have not submitted, you can always submit questions via the Facebook group for Card Talk Pod. Jeff Calloway, wondering how the guys feel about giving a new grading company a chance, and if they would consider trying a different company. I've been using FCG. Good price, nice slabs, tough graders. Would you consider trying them? Short answer, long answer. I have no interest. None, zero. Yeah, no. Feels like a plug. For a whole lot of reasons. Does feel like a little bit of a plug. Respect Jeff, but feels like a little bit of a plug. And there's enough. uh, I can't do the new grade. There's a new grading company every week. And for me personally, I'm going to stick with what I know, which is PSA, BGS, SGC. And consider CSG, maybe we'll see. Couldn't agree more with what Lou said. That's my perspective. Yep. Jesse Goski, what do you guys think will be the hottest product or sport at the National this year? Baseball, basketball, football, soccer, F1, Marvel, Zero Cool, V Friends, Jackass, Vintage, Other. I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it because I know that world better. Like, I think it's... It's football. I think it's Joe Burrow. I think it's Josh Allen. And I think it's Justin Herbert. I think those are going to be the three biggest names. I was in Chantilly this weekend. Anytime I asked the table, hey, what's been hot? Those are the three names I keep seeing. I think if you see any young basketball players at the time win a championship or be close, I think their stuff's going to be a little different, right? The finals are in June, I think. So if Luca gets a ring, Tatum gets a ring, Morant gets a ring, something like that, I think their stuff could could be hot there going into the next season. But I, I I think the answer is football. Again, that's the world I know the best. So I'm definitely going to say it's quarterbacks, football, that kind of stuff. I agree that it'll probably one of the big three. It'll most likely be football. If I can make a bold prediction, I think UFC has been slowly building a lot of momentum in the last few months. 2022 just came out. The new set just came out. I think there's a lot of energy going towards the UFC thing. I'm, it's hard for me to see if it's like organic or if it, people are pushing at it or not. But I think that has a shot as well come August. So 
you know, first thing that comes to mind, yes, Ryan's take football. It's just because of the timing. Like, that is yeah. like, all right, football is gearing up. Basketball, I don't think so. I don't think basketball, I think modern basketball is in a really tough and dead spot. Uh, I'll say dead, what have you. Obviously, there's things happening, but there's just been so much for all the amazingness, the way that NBA has navigated uh, the last two years. There is so much noise in the league right now. And in a world where LeBron's about to miss the playoffs, uh, I just think basketball is in a lull and needs this summer some time away, a little bit of reset, a little bit of passing the torch of LeBron to some of these new stars, to your point, Rye. But, you know, like if Giannis, if the Bucks go and do it, we're getting into a weird territory, um, you know, for Giannis and, and all that. But I would be hard-pressed to believe we're not going to be annoyed with the amount of World Cup chatter that goes on at the National. So once of every four years event, it will be pretty much, you know, three months ahead of then. And I think when it comes to prospecting and these kind of moments, I think there's going to be an insane amount of footy at the National and a lot of prospecting up for the World Cup. And I think you'll see a lot of American guys. I think Pulisic will be super hot. I think Gio Reyna will be super hot. We just saw that gem uh, report. Young guys like Mukoku, Musiala, um, some of the young English dudes, Joao Felix. I think there's just a lot that's going to be happening with the sport uh, at National and a lot of like World Cup bump chatter. And then sneaky, look, I texted, uh, I texted the other night during the Grammys. Baseball, I think, is, is uh, just has a foothold in this world. And the, reason, the text that I sent was that Bieber was performing on stage with a backwards baseball hat on, and the MLB logo was front smack and center. And it's just like no matter what, it's hard to rid baseball out of the culture right now. Respect baseball. The Dodger logo, just like, yeah, it's real. And, uh, and it has such a tie to kind of the collecting. And one of the things about, like, golf you mentioned – you know, why isn't golf hotter? People that collect a lot of golf stuff, scorecards, pencils, hats, apparel, like it's just not a, a thing like that's known or it's a very young market like golf cards, but like baseball cards are the, the foundation of the entire hobby. And, and I'm starting to realize that a little bit more. So I won't sleep on baseball. It just doesn't do much for me. All right, Adrian Square Garden says, for Ryan, it's clear to see SGC has made significant strides this year. Give us some pointers on what card, of, what kind of cards to look for when submitting to SGC. Um, so a lot of what I've submitted is the stuff that like people wanted to grade, that like makes sense to grade and has, didn't make sense to send at the price points that PSA was at for a while, like the two, you know, 150 to 350 type range. But a lot of like what I'll do is like when I think a card might make sense to grade, I'll check, I'll check like eBay sold listings. So that oftentimes is where I'm starting on stuff like what does it sell for as an SGC 9, 9, 5, 10? What's sell for as a PSA 9, PSA 10? Like I'm, I'm checking eBay sold listings on stuff, but typically like the things I'm looking to grade are serial numbered rookies or color of the top 25 players and football 25 players in basketball upcoming rookies legends like unique things um that's typically where i'll start so yeah that's that's what i got you guys differ on that at all 
I agree. Um, I, I think I'm just increasingly interested in, in SGC, and I'm interested in watching what happens with them. Like, Gemrate, again, shout out Gemrate. I like to look at their top submitted cards as well for SGC, because I think it's an, it's an insight into, like, this is the cheap entry point. This is where people are trying to grade right now. I just love watching SGC, and I want to submit to them more and more and more and more. I'll report back. I have a big submission going out in the probably next 10 business days. Chris Adams said, 2022 baseball is about to be loaded with a lot of big-name rookies. Better to invest in a player or sealed wax? I would buy Topps Chrome baseball and, like, wait on it. Hold. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily... It depends. I guess it depends. Like some of it's so so cheap, right? Like I think 2022 flagship, I think, you know, you can get like wander rookies out of a blaster you get for 20 bucks at tops and there's a lot of those floating around. So, I don't know. I guess it depends on the person, but out of currently released products, I'd probably go singles, but overall I'd be waiting for better wax to come out. Didn't a huge prospect just get named to opening day roster? And Spencer Torkelson and yeah, from the Mariners, uh, he's a beast. And Bobby Witt. Tons. Torque up. Yeah, Torque. But Julio was the big one yesterday. Bobby Witt. Jeremy Pena. Shout out to the Astros. A lot of good rookies coming up this year. The level of prospecting in baseball is insane. Unlike any other sport. And also plays massively into the car market. Agree. So, yeah, Sealed Wax is the answer. Yeah, I agree with Sealed Wax, but we can talk about it like... You throw in a dart at the entire class rather than one particular player. You just got to be careful with baseball because they do make so much of it. Shahe Gregory says, who do you guys think is the favorite in the NBA playoffs from each conference? Like, who do we expect to win or like who's the favorite? Yeah, wouldn't it be Suns? I would assume the favorites are probably the... Yeah, but yeah, let's talk about Suns who we who we think. Let's go point. with who we think. That'd be the one seeds. <laughs> cool. I'm going to go Suns Heat. I think are the number one seeds, but I also think they're the best. I but I think those are the two best teams. The, the, those are the two one seeds, yeah. Grizzlies, war war. Grizzlies, Bucks, mm-hmm. Bucks is the other one. I was gonna say, yeah. Grizzlies, Bucks. I do have a nice little wager on the Nets to win the Eastern Conference. I'll say that. Brother, are they even gonna make the playoffs? I mean, they I'm are. Just, the it's 10 just seed. A, it was a nice little future. They they're locked in for the. I think it's the ten. It's the ten seed is the last seed. Yeah, because it's seven, five eight, nine, ahead, ten. Five games ahead of the Knicks. They got to beat the Bobcats, and then yeah, they're locked in. The Nets may win the whole thing from the ten seed, but I got the Bucks. It's Charlotte, Bucks right? Oh no, the Hornets. The Hornets. Sorry. Does seven play? Is it seven, ten, eight, nine? And the Cavs just have to win one game. Because if it's so seven, it's right. that's the Cavs. We're gonna get that matchup that Lou talked yeah, about. The top seed only has to win one game, and then the lower seed has to win two. It would be Cavs. No, 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 guys, 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 guys. It's ten versus nine, eight, ver- uh, eight versus seven. Gotcha. That makes it less, way less exciting. Yeah. Right now, it's it's Nets, Hornets versus uh, Cavs, Hawks. Right this second, but they're all separated by like a game or two. What? Way less How exciting. Does it work, they both play each other. So the ten and the nine play each other. The winner of that plays the loser of seven versus eight. The winner of seven versus eight goes into the first round. Goes into play the two seed, and then the winner of the ten versus nine and the loser of seven versus whatever goes into that. It goes to play the number one seed. Single game playoffs, right? Yeah, that's what that's what I they, they did with the playing tournament. If you're the seven eight seed, if you win one, you're in. If you're the ten nine, you got to win two. Single oh, games, right? Yeah. If you're the 10-9, you got to win two to get into the regular playoffs. If you're the 8-7-8, eight, eight, you only got to win one. 
But if you're the seven eight, you can lose one and win one and still get in. Suns Bucks. I think Giannis wins it again. Bucks Grizzlies. I would love a Bucks uh, Mavs final. That'd be great for me. That'd be cool. I would love to see the Celtics win. I would love the Celtics get there. I would love to see Tatum, Jalen. I, I I like Tatum a lot. I would love to see them go. There's but nothing taking, I want less of than Bucks the Celtics have any success in life. <laughs> All right, Colin Seibert asks: Talk Mick Schumacher 2020 autos versus 2021. Or it's just his cards in general. Technically, his rookie is in 2021, but the 2020 will be the first set. And the fact that he's wearing a Ferrari fire suit, will that carry his prices in the long run? I've been thinking about this for like two weeks now. I think it's a 2021. The thing is, the 2020 set is so iconic now that it's like it boosts it up. I think the 2021 is the better card. That's the one I'd personally rather own because he's in the Haas with the RC logo. That's what I would do. That's what I am. I am attempting to do. Yeah, I don't know. I own a 2020 auto, so I think they're my both first great. Is, is that because it's also like you said, loot? It's also the first one, but yeah, I mean, the market will decide. I guess it's gonna be interesting. I just think RC logo always wins out, just like in life. So that's where my sorry, I just hit my mic. That's what I. That's what I think is gonna happen. I agree with the RC logo. I also just. I mean, he could become irrelevant. Quick. I don't think so. He's a good. He's a really good driver. Could he's a really good driver, and he has the the bloodline. And also, let's talk. Let's talk Haas. I get it, but like fourth place for a sustained amount of time is no fun for anybody. Fourth place, I think a lot of people would sign up to be fourth place every year in F one. Oh uh, yeah, sure, but like, is that going to make his long term? Yeah, bro. Ask Lando Norris if he wants to be in fourth place. I'm just saying, long term, like. There's a lot every year or every two years or four years, new people come up. Obviously, the sport, like the, all the media, everything. Yes, he has the bloodline. Right. But, like, but also, he's not going to be on. Least, I don't think he'll be on Haas forever. I mean, unless Haas. This is what I want to talk about a little bit. I, I want to go into Haas as a podcast. I feel like we should do that. Just saying. But if if Haas gets an influx of money, of American money now, if the sport really explodes like that, like he could stay. But I do think eventually he moves into a McLaren or a Mercedes or a Red Bull or a Ferrari. Ferrari, more likely. Ferrari because his dad, you know. Because he's the boy. That makes sense, right, right? So crazy. then the 2020 is better. I don't know. That would be wild. Kevin Magnuson's my guy as of like the last <laughs> seven days. So I just your... want everyone to be aware of that. Talk to me about why. Have you? Like, do you ever go on their Instagrams? Their Instagrams are awesome, dude. He's Danish. That's why it's like it's like it's locked in. Like he's my guy. I'm a Haas guy. He's my it's, guy. Yeah, the That's Danes it. are just. It's it's a wrap. He's my guy. We are Haas, guys. Haas guys. Rye, are you on board or are it's you, the it's like, the one American I can team. Get we have to do it like for country. Sure, I, I'm in. All right, good. I'm in for national pride. All right, great. Danny Medina. Danny Medina says. Will WWE have a bigger takeoff than F1? He's referring to the yep. prism drop for this week. Not F1. I think it has a chance to to ride the UFC type wave, in my opinion, in terms of like just watching the prices, watching the singles. I think the singles is going to be interesting. I was I was talking to some people last week, shout out to Card Foundation, and we were just talking about like 
rookies and like how all these cards are going to work and like I don't know how it's going to be because you can kind of predict the storylines a little bit with WWE a little bit. They they you know they have their ways, but how does that all impact the future rookie values, the singles? I think the wax is a real play. I want to I'm going to have to get a box or two. Not F1 level though. Sorry. Yeah, I think the big thing is I think it will do the same thing Lou said. I think it's going to follow the UFC prism market. I think it'll follow that trajectory. Uh, But F1, when it came out, was like sub $300 a hobby box. Like it wasn't like we didn't sell a lot of it in the first place. It slowly went up over time. Um, I think the WWE fan base first time for prism, like, yeah, I expected to do I expected to do to do well. So I think it's more of like a UFC trajectory where it'll 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 start hotter quicker and then it has long-term sustainability. It'll be interesting to see what happens though. Like Fanatics is going to take over the WWE license in what, 3 years, 5 years, they're going to take it over. Does that hurt or does that help Prism WWE Prism? We'll see. Help. But I mean like if you think about it, if Fanatics doesn't ever buy Panini, this like Fanatics owns Tops. So Fanatics will make tops, w, uh, tops WWE Chrome, stuff like that. They already make that now. They've already made those products. So this might be like, if Panini makes WWE Prism for three years and then Fanatics takes over. Totally. These will be the three years you get of WWE Prism. There's not going to be. I mean, we've seen the tops bump, You're, right? you're talking about UFC. Like, I don't follow, I don't follow WWE enough. I don't follow it enough. I have no idea. Yeah, the, yeah. There's some there's some stuff that nah, the gold stuff like tops rock, the rock cards like twenty top stuff is there. Stuff. Yeah, big time. Also, I don't know. Did we talk about this on the show? The guy that they hired. Like, I don't think I the, the fanatics hired the the Adidas guy. He was the guy who created the Yeezys. Yeah, we talked about this, right? Oh, Wexler. Yeah, yeah. If we didn't, I don't remember if we did. Guys, apologize to the listeners. But the person who designed the Yeezy now works for Fanatics in their trading card business. So like I, regardless of if prism is there or Panini is there or whatever tops is there. And I don't think you should expect to see the same old tops Chrome that you've seen in the past. Like they are, these are going to be, this is a new product. This is a new era for cards. So even if prism wasn't there, I think it'll be okay. And I think we should expect some interesting stuff coming out. Play the week. Let's do play of the week. Jason says we've got some good ones. Play of the year. All right. So let's see what we got today. So this is from, I can't even read this. Mike. Slade ID card. Slade ID five cards, I think. He says, here's my submission for play of the week. Was at a show where at a table, had a bunch of free promotional packs and other stuff. There was a whole stack of loose cards where people opened the packs and didn't want what they pulled. I took a quick look and found a Lucas Raymond rookie. I'm from Detroit, so figured I'd grab it. Why not? When I go home, happened to look up recent sales, and I couldn't believe what they were going for. I posted on eBay at the lowest available price with the best offer. I had three offers by the next morning and took the highest one, 40 bucks. Ryan, I see your value box plays and raise you free table plays. Thanks for the comment. Thanks for the content each week. I like that. I like that move. It's a great move. I think it's a smart move. Every show, every trade night, every time it gets ridiculous, there's definitely a lot of valuable cards left around. People just don't got time. Yeah, I'm the I'm the king of leaving pace cards laying around. So I I I've probably done this in the past. I like it. It's pretty good. 
All right, Jay, next. This is from that card guy underscore 10. It says, I wanted to submit the play of the week. I listened to the Pat McAfee show a good bit and noticed he was really likable in entering different markets. I enjoyed the show, so I figured I would see what cards he had. I often find good, or I checked out Beckett Marketplace where I often find good deals on there and use it as a pseudo local card shop for value boxes. I, fa- I found a dealer that held had a Pat McAfee silver for $1.73. I thought it seemed cheap and purchased it with some other cards. I don't follow WWE, but heard this on a show that he would be wrestling at WrestleMania. So I put it on eBay and accepted an offer for $50. Not too shabby. Nice. Beckett Marketplace? Do you ever go on there, Rye? Not a ton. If I'm looking for like certain PC cards, I'll, I'll check it out. But not, it's not something I check out re- regularly. I love the idea of the Beckett Marketplace is like your online value box. That's cool. Yeah, very cool. Smart play. Big fan. McAfee cards are interesting. Yeah, I agree. I picked up some stuff recently, and I definitely think McAfee's he's a, he's a personality. He's got cards, which is cool, but he's I think he's going to be known for more of what he did off of the field than he did on the field. And totally. his personality is just going to he's just going to continue to grow and get bigger and bigger. And I uh, he doesn't have a lot of cards to begin with, so it's definitely uh, it, it'll be it'll be I'm I'm curious to watch it in the long run. All right, so George uh, George Seaman on IG says, "I'm a nerd, and I listened to and I listened to a wrestling wrestling podcast during work. I knew that Becky Lynch was going to drop her woman's title at yesterday's Mania. I found a Bianca Bell Air Tops Chrome Gold out of fifty in a value box for five bucks about a month ago. I posted it for seventy five dollars on Saturday morning, and I sold it Sunday morning from five to seventy five bucks in a month. It's pretty good." WWE. See, this is what I'm talking about. Where like you can kind of predict these things are going to be happening. Like you can kind of tell. Like all right, they have a big they have a big pay per view coming up. They've been building the storyline. The champion's going to drop the title. Can I get in on the next person? Who's going to take it? You know what I mean? Love this. Bianca Belair is awesome too. She's super talented. Yeah. Also, gold. Gold's a really popular. I mean, it's by the color in the hobby. So I think gold definitely helps this. If this was like green out of 99, I don't think the sales are nearly the same. I think gold definitely helps this. But I think this this translates to a lot of sports, right? If you do your research and, you know, kind of get an idea of what's coming up and what potential plays there might be, stuff like this is definitely possible. Value boxes for the win. Everything is becoming WWE. And Always. Did we acknowledge that the Tour de France got an eight-part Netflix series? Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there because I'm excited about it. All right, next one, Jay. All right, this is from K Hicks. K Hicks and Cards or KH Kicks and Cards. Submitting for Play of the Week. Was that a Xenia show? As, at the Xenia Big Pig Barn show, Ryan should know. Yes, I, I talked about this. Lou, I talked you about did. this before in the show about the hog barn in the summer with no fans. That's this show. I need to get to this show. You don't understand. I really want to go. I noticed these were there underpriced to start at $150 each. So for those that are listening, it's a 2019 Bowman Draft, Julio Rodriguez, Chrome, Sapphire Edition, PSA 10s. There's four of them. Wasn't this the first Bowman Draft Sapphire? I don't know. I, I no think idea. it was. So it says, I checked comps and they were doing about 240 to 275 each. I was able to get all four for 500 total. Sold all four. 10 minutes later for $725 at the show to get a quick $225 profit. Oh, it's on $500 total. How'd you pull that off? 
It's one twenty-five a piece. It's twenty-five bucks off on each. That's that's bulk discount. I mean, I that guess. crazy. Same day, same, same day, day flip, flip like guy. Jay saying. Same day flip is a play. I love that. Yeah, I'm a big I don't do that enough. It's also but it's a move. Certain people can sell yeah. certain cards better than exhilarating. Others. One based on what people maybe know you for. Two based on the other cards that are in your, uh, you know, uh, yep. display case and your knowledge on the things. Like you just generally. Yeah, I mean, like this. He says two forty to two seventy five. That's a thousand dollars if you say two fifty a piece on these. Like it's not like the other guy's gonna get smoked on these. And like again, if this guy does baseball well better and has a Julio Rodriguez buyer, it's a no brainer to him. Agreed. And if he has some other price point stuff in and around it, it can fit in potentially better than someone else that may have all football, basketball, and then these four cards alone and like doesn't know much about baseball but made an early play and made some money on them and is just looking to offboard them because he doesn't want to deal with the nickel and dime of it. But I mean, I definitely, over the years in shows, I've had opportunities where people just want to get rid of soccer because they got into it a little bit, made some money, and it's not their thing. And then I can take it to my table and all I have all soccer stuff. People come in and 15, 20%. I've done some of those same day flips. I, this is, I, I, mean, I love this. This, the same day flip is what got me into cards at large. When I went to the first show with Gary, one side of the thing is selling one, the, two sides of the same show, same exact card, two different price points. I'm like, this is action. Like Hubie Davis said last night. Live action, Tracy. This is live action. Would have been an all-time interview if they didn't blow it. What do you guys think about Hubie Davis? I, li- I, li- I like him. I like his energy. I like his style a little bit, right? Haven't followed it enough. I couldn't give you an honest opinion. Okay. I like his style. He's an interesting dude. All right, Jay, next. NF Cards 12 on IG says, and, uh, it says my play of the week. End of the football season, I was looking at what quarterbacks could get a shot at a starting job in free agency. I came down with two names who I liked, Marcus Mariota and Mitchell Trubisky. Future play of the week sub for him. I bought some autos for cheap. This Mariota I paid $35 for after skipping a tops after shipping. So this Mariota I paid $35 for after shipping. It was a tops clear rookie auto at a 50. It's from high tech. It's the gold auto. He bought it on January 28th. And I listed it once he signed with the Falcons and took an offer for a hundred. I made fifty-two bucks after fees. The second one was a bit riskier, but I figured it's one of the top car. It's one of his tops cards, so it was worth. It was worth it. It was a tops chrome refractor sepia gold out of a hundred. I wanted on bids for hundred twelve dollars after tax. All others were listed high, so I tossed it up on eBay for five ninety nine right before free agency. And when he signed, I got an offer for four hundred dollars and took it. After fees and shipping, I made $227. Free agency, definitely a great time to sell on the speculation when they sign. Yeah, I don't disagree. Smart. I can't imagine why you'd want to buy a Marcus Mariota card, to be honest with you, but I, I love the play. I love the rationale. Love the way you're thinking through it. Big fan. Yeah, big fan of the end of the season, sit down and lay down some strategy. Yep. Gotta have plans. There's so many arbitrage opportunities. All right, that was the last one. I feel like we're going to agree here this week. Let's scroll through. It is a good week, low-key. It is. Yeah, there's... I mean, I like a bunch of these. Like, I'll be honest. There's three of them that... Like, I mean, it's hard to argue with any of them, right? There's three of them that stand out to me. The McAfee one, like, seeing that... I I like the McAfee play a lot. 
I like the flipping at a card show thing. I think that's cool too. But I also like the like, hey, this guy's going to sign. This event is going to happen. This person's going to get an opportunity. It's the same way. Like I do a lot of that with like the NFL draft. Like when the 2022 stuff comes out, like, hey, having autos of Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave listed on eBay. So when they mm-hmm. get drafted, right? Mm-hmm. You're, if Chris Olave goes to the Jets, lose looking on eBay for like, I need a Chris Olave auto and you're, you're snagging one on there. So I think it leads to plays. So I'm torn. I pick Julio Rodriguez. Same day flip. That overcomes it for me. I like the Julio Rodriguez. I think this is an amazing play. That's a good looking card. I'm all for the same day flip. The same day flip. I would take the Mariota play. I like the speculating on like, hey, this is going to happen. He's going to get like a shot's coming with him. And yeah, I just like that takes a little bit more work. And that's something that somebody's not even looking at. Nobody's even thinking about Marcus Mariota in January. Nobody. You're not wrong. I have to go with the same day flip. <laughs> That's Ty style. That's what got him into the show. Like, if you know your audience, it's 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 easy. Like, it's, that's uh, Ty. <laughs> and this yeah. is a great play. I can't argue this. And it's play. baseball. This is a good and I'm calling you can totally appeals to individ- us all individually. Key <laughs> indicators separating signal from noise in what it means to the culture. And the same day flip, you can't be. I do like the random left field. I'm just going to go Marcus Mariota when there's probably three people training Marcus Mariota in the world right now. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? But it goes to show that if you put in the work, eBay alone is just pure gold that you can find on there. But I got to go with the old same day flip, you know, cross with baseball. Me too. Nice work. Kicks and cards. So shout out to. KH kicks and cards. Just to be clear though, I think we should probably address this that like that might be five different winners from the state of Ohio. Just saying. I had a conversation about Cleveland last night. Oh, the state of Ohio is haunting me. Haunting me. Just saying. Going forward in every submission, hear this, future player <laughs> of the week submissioners, uh, submission people, you need to include what state you're from. And if you're from Ohio, you're not going to win. I just want you to know. I'm sick of it. The pipeline is out of control. We have the number one quarterback coming to Happy Valley this Columbus year. All right. We're going to come into Columbus. I can't wait. I forgot what I want. You want to talk about like the Chris Olave, that kind of thing. Yes. Thank God you said that. Okay, cool. What I wanted to say on that was that's also a game of like percentages, right? Like you don't need to make 75% on that card. You really only want to make like 30 because you have to cover your fees and then you want to make a little scratch on top, right? I love that. I love the idea of like just a little bit of a bump. And if you could do that at scale, like that plays. Yeah. Again, it just repetition. Buy a bunch of the 2020. That's what I, that was always been my thing. Like products are different now because we're so far behind in the release calendar. Like, prism draft picks or elite draft picks or something like would have normally been out by the time the draft comes around but there's always a qb that'll go somewhere like when the patriots take a guy they're like oh this is the next tom brady we're buying this guy like even if it's a guy you never heard of before like those opportunities are always there and you have this stuff and you have it listed ready to transact and you see that potential coming i think it leads to a play that's why i was so big on the Mariota play love it 
We should talk about the tour. Tour de France. I'm supposed to go over there right now, uh, as it currently stands, for a week. Uh, I think it's like July 7th to the Alps as they come through there. You need to get on the show. I may. I'm going to try a lot of different things. I'm really going to try to be on the side with the car talk sign. That'd be huge. You know, like just in the Alps. What if you call? Yeah. What if you cause a gigantic accident? Like that always happens. I know. That's what I'm debating. Do we go for the accident? Do we go the old pull the stunt? End up in jail? Did they really? Or, well, I think I, that person ended up in prison for the brand, right? You like I'm like, you know, like, not again. I'll be back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm fairly confident they got like prison time for that. Yeah, they did. Now I don't have to go that aggressive, but maybe I can just like. Jay said old, for sure. Know, Big did. Daddy throw I, the I stick out. Like, for, all right, I take it back my excitement a little bit, but like I didn't know it was that crazy. Uh, it doesn't say anything about jail on here. It said she was fined twelve hundred euros. Twelve hundred euros? Uh, listen, we, we can split that amongst the three of us for the exposure. Let's talk about it. Yeah, Tour de France <laughs> drops lawsuit against a woman that caused the <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she didn't go <sighs> to jail. This is in Ohio, yeah, bro. That's fake news, Jay. Strikes again. People got seriously hurt. Mm-hmm. For Come sure on. did. Listen, if you don't think that would have been the most popping episode in the Netflix oh. series, what are we talking about? It's WWE. Be a lot of drama. I can already see it now. A little gray area. Maybe someone gets caught doping mid-season. They're still doing that in, in cycling, right? Agree. I mean, not cheating. Yeah, Agree. Trying. They're definitely doing that blood spinning oxygen, you know, whatever machine that Kobe was doing. Right. If you don't think that athletes are actively yeah. finding ways to skirt around the rules, the and good news is, is we have this on record. So when you guys bring confused. up the Patriots and they're cheating and all this shit, I don't want to hear any more about it anymore because you guys just said if you ain't cheating, okay. You ain't so trying. you just Im- you just admitted the, <laughs> the Patriots being. Do you think I care about the Patriots anymore? <laughs> Got it. So you agree that the Patriots are pure cheaters, filming other teams' practice. True. Using mics. No, I disagree. You balls, guys just bring like you guys a blatant cheater. Did you not no, no, see no, reports you... about the Patriots and the NFL and how the NFL covered that up? I'm just saying. You, there's. Did you not see it? Did the Patriots get caught the NFL setting up cameras up. to film other teams' practices? I'm not sure. I'm not a Patriot. Like I did. Like I don't work for the Patriots. I don't know what happened. That's kind Got of like it. an inside thing. Oh my god, you're so annoying, bro. But also, like, who cares about the Patriots? They're Who's relevant. More relevant. Now? The Patriots or the Jets? Patriots. For me, the Jets. Who's more irrelevant or relevant? The Jets are far more relevant. They're from New York City. There's more True. people in the world that know who the Jets are than the Patriots. Uh, <laughs> Patriots are a pretty big brand. It's the New York Jets, bro. More people still know about Joe Namath. Jay, put that on Car Talk IG. Let the people vote on that. Who is the more Tom Brady matters. brand? Ty. The Jets Tom or the Brady Patriots? Tom Brady may matter Let- because he wears good outfits. But if you walk around Paris, I bet more people know what the Jets are than the Patriots. No chance. No chance. That's a take. They might ask you if it's an okay. airplane. But regard- let's okay. not get away. You go to let's a random village point. in the Geneva, Patriots are irrelevant. whatever, Switzerland, people know the Jets more than the Patriots. No way. No chance. Tom Brady played for the Patriots. They know Tom Brady. Bro, the Patriots lost to the Giants twice in the Super Bowl. In one More people seven, know about the David Tyree. Six. One six. How many of those Your were, name is were tainted by cheating? Yeah, when was that? Among other things years that we ago? don't talk about on the show. Patriots have 4.4 million followers ago, on Instagram. You... The Jets have under a million. No chance. 
that hurts that, your there's heart. No that there's no chance. There's four Ty. times as many people like that know about that one. Hurt Ty. Guess what? Gary has more than two X the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. You know what else? He is? talks about the Jets all the time. And you know what the Patriots? The Jets don't even have a million. In a world where the Patriots have four point four, huh? who's gonna get to a million first? Like a like PSA or Panini, like one of these a card accounts, or is it gonna be like the Jets? Like I'm, I'm not sure at this point. The Jets are bad. They don't even have a million. That's terrible. Uh, it's irrelevant. The the Jets are more known than the Patriots around the world. More <laughs> people know crazy. what the New York Jets are. Yes. Jets 1.2 million on Twitter, thanks to a certain company. Ask 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 the listeners. No is the answer. No chance. All right. Latest launch. We got a wrap. Latest launch. We talked about it earlier. WWE Prism. That's the big one. You got Tops Star Wars Masterworks. You've got Panini Stars and Stripes Baseball, Upper Deck Goodwin Champions, and Prism Draft Picks Collegiate Basketball. So a couple things stand out here, right? Obviously, WWE Prism is going to be the big release, but there's two other things I see on this list. Prism Draft Picks Collegiate Basketball is interesting, considering the season's closer to over than it is since it started. That's usually a beginning of the year product, and here we are towards the end, and it's not out yet. That's Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, and those guys in college uniforms. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out with pro products already out, because it's typically not like that. And then the other one is Goodwin Champions. I posted an Alex Morgan on my story or my page yesterday. It was an exquisite RPA. These are like, I think Upper Deck... Upper Deck does a really good job with Goodwin Champions. They put cool, unique yeah, stuff that, like that right. in there. Love that card. You can also pull like a dog, like, uh, what is it called? Like a patch card, like a, um, I don't even know the right word for it. But they've got like saber tooth, tiger teeth, and like, it's all sorts of different character and oddball stuff. But it's also got exquisite RPAs and, and things like that. Um, I'm looking on here to see if I can find anything. Yeah, so look for the always intriguing new selection of signers. Below is a list of just some of the notable names. Coco Goff, Sabrina Ionescu, Chloe Kim, Jonathan Kaminga, Naomi Asaki, Ali Rushman, and more. Carlos Alcaraz is the biggest name that everyone needs to pay attention to. In, and I, I would actually just disagree that Coco Goff is the goal. Women's tennis is having so much turnover as a Emma Raducanu, super fan. To be good in women's tennis is incredibly hard right now. Emma Raducanu hasn't even like got out of the second round of a tournament since she won the U.S. Open. Carlos Alcaraz is the best young prospect in all of tennis since Rafa Nadal. Carlos Alcaraz. Carlos Alcaraz. I'm with you. He just won the Miami Open, which is like the biggest like non-major. He's a clay court player. It is. Yep. He's the youngest to do it. He's the youngest top 20 player since like maybe 25 no years. Cards. He came in the semis at the Indian Wells, which is another. another. Uh, he's the youngest dude to win it. The Miami Open since Rafa. Just he's like one of the hottest pro- young prospects in all of sports. That good. Sometimes you say things. <laughs> I love Bro, he's 18 years old. He's the number 11 I'm, no, I'm with you. I'm, player I'm in the here. world. I'm here. In the last when you year, say he went from 141st to 11th. Like, he's that good. You mean, like, skill-wise, he's one of the hottest prospects like, in sports. What he can do at his age in the professional level compared across all sports, what people are doing at that age, he is, he is like, phenom. I'm with you. I'm with you.
All right. It's a wrap. What a show. It's been a pleasure. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace, guys. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.